Okay, we're live. All right, we're live. Hello, everybody. I'm Rocker Mike. This is Rob Rossi. This is a Rocker Mike and Rob present show. First thing I want to do is take this fucking mask off. <laughs> okay, now that I got that out of the way. Want to thank everybody for watching, and uh, we got a very special guest on today. In fact, she's so special, her last name is actually Guest. Yeah. Okay. And you might have seen her. her. Her video has gone viral on Facebook. I saw it a few weeks ago. I was blown away by it. Her little uh, little song called "Fuck Your Feelings." All right. And you got some other great songs, which we're all going to talk about. Okay, City but, apartment to right, me. Right. Bunch, of, bunch, of, bunch of good songs. But I gotta say, when 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 fuck your feelings, when it showed up on my Facebook page, I, I just you know I spit my coffee out watching it. I was cracking <laughs> up, okay? And you know, I was like, I gotta have this girl on the show. That's the first thing I like. And, and and our, our uh, you know, when I looked at it, it didn't have your name, Lee. Okay, didn't I, I didn't know your name, so I posted it. And I said, I got to have this girl on the show. Within minutes, people reposted it, shared it. They all texted me. They said, you got to have her on the show. He texts me. He's like, did you see this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm the one to put it up, man. <laughs> He's like, we we got to have her on. So I did Thanks a Google search. Me, and I, uh, I did a little Google search, and I found you. And you got back to me. And it was fantastic, right? Amazing. Yeah, social like, media. like my kind of person. Oh yeah, no, we, we knew you were all kind of girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of swear words. I'm like, you guys are my people. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you, you know, it's very interesting. I mean, that song "Fuck Your Feelings" is about millennials, all right. And we, you know, since the beginning of our shows, we've always shit on millennials. Okay, uh, it, a lot of them deserve it. The Gen Zs as well. They're no better. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but you're actually a millennial, right? Yeah, I'm a, I was born at like kind of the beginning of the millennials, but yes, I am a millennial. Okay, okay. But you got a different mindset. You know, I do. It took me a while to get to the mindset I have. Um, I grew up in California and I am a reformed liberal. I <laughs> was the 18 year old girl that went to anti Bush peace protests and handed out paper cranes. And I thought that the rest of the country was ignorant and racist um, because there is a lot of that Kool-Aid going around in California and the media just sort of brainwashes you into thinking that. And then I moved to Montana in my early 20s and realized that all of the people that I thought were hateful and racist and dumb were actually the best people I'd ever met in my life. And um, kind of opened yeah. my eyes and made me realize that I had been the ignorant one and uh, started paying attention a little bit more to things and realized that... Um, yeah, somebody should have bitch slapped me back then and said, Fuck <laughs> I needed my song back then. <laughs> well, you know, look, it, it's 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 never too late to come around to see the light. Okay, right. that's that's all good. You know, I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember when California was a red state. That's how old I am. Okay, right. and it's it's it shocks me. I mean, I spent some time there, God, it's almost 30 years ago, early 90s, and I was up in, in the Northern California in the area, Santa Cruz Mountains, I was staying for a summer. And I hung out, you know, I hung out in Frisco, I hung out in Hey Ashbury, you know. To, I didn't fit in whatsoever, whatsoever. I was a New York Lower East Side punk rock kid. I had black hair down to here. I was, you know, I had big 
platform Converse shoes. They thought I was a rock star walking down Haight-Ashbury. And I'm like, no, I'm just me. You know, <laughs> I did not fit in. But even then, you know, I, I, I sense that California is a little crazy, okay, the way people are. Um, it's gotten more crazy. It wasn't I, that's, that that's happening growing seems. up for me. Yeah. Is it, is it just because, you know, it's some people they, they they go farther in one direction because they're being pushed that way in reaction to what's going on in the country. Do you think that California got even more radical in the last three four years because of Trump? I think that it has gotten more radical when Trump got elected, but I think it's sort of been on that path for a while. Um, I think that there, and I don't want to say it's just about Californians, but I think that there's that. There's this mentality, this elitist mentality of we know we know what's best. We are the most open-minded, accepting people, so we must be the most educated people. We must know more than everyone else. And I know that, like, for me, I grew up in this bubble where that was just sort of what I was surrounded by. And when I actually left and traveled this country, I've been to, like, 35 states. Now I've played music in most of them. Um, but, like, when I actually got out and saw the way the rest of the country lived, it's hard to hate people or to judge people when you actually sit down and talk to them and you meet them. kind of opens up your eyes to – when you're in a bubble, it's hard to see outside of the bubble. So you got to get outside of that bubble and see the rest of this country, you know? Yeah, you're totally right. I mean, the, the East and the West Coasts have this bubble where they look at the rest of the country as, you know, flyover states. Right. And – you know, it's really it's 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 not fair. It's not right. They, you know, everybody has a say. Well, and, I like uh, being in a flyover state now because I'm like, keep flying over. Keep you're, flying. you're you're in Montana, right? Yeah, I'm in Montana, which is growing like crazy. But um, <laughs> the middle of America, the flyover states in the back of my the back of the airplane, those are like my people. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah. go ahead and think that we're go ahead and think that we're just a bunch of stupid racists. Like, just keep flying over. It's well, fine. That's that's what the media puts out there, and I've I've spent some time in in uh, Middle America. I've been to Nebraska, I've been to Missouri, okay, and uh, I didn't find people like that. You know, I've been to Nashville, I've been to Jacksonville, I've been to a bunch of places, and I get treated the same everywhere. Right. Shit. <laughs> you're an asshole. They'll tell you what, right, Rob? But if you're cool, they'll be like, "Hey, good job." Yeah. No, I love that. I go. You know what? I go everywhere with an open mind, and you know yeah. what. At the end of the day, I'm a drunk. I like to get, I like to get fucked up. I like to drink. I like to have a good time, and that's the way. You know what? That's the way life is. I don't care. I don't care if you're black, orange, green, but this new mentality that oh my god, these people are so fucking stupid. People have been dumbed down so long because there's too much. Again, we're doing social media, but there's too much social media. There's too much shit out there. Like 20 years ago. This fruit would have been over in like two days. That was social media. People just panic. Let, let me ask you now. You're in Montana. What's what's the coronavirus situation? Seriously, what is it? Ooh, I mean, do you, have, do you have a lot of cases or no? You know, we actually have been on the rise in the last month, and I know that within the last few weeks, it actually we're I think we're sort of getting to our peak. We had a lot of cases in the spring, but then it went down, and I think that. A lot of people have come here thinking that, it, oh, there's no coronavirus cases. So it's actually gone up here. Um, Montanans are interesting because you go into a store, half the people wear a mask, half the people don't. Montanans just don't want to be told what to do. Right. Which I can appreciate. I'm sort of the same way. I'm like, I respect your viewpoint. This is mine. I'll leave you alone. Leave me alone. 
and maybe we'll have a beer later at the bar. Right. Perfect. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm exactly the same way. But if, you know, here what happens is, mo you know, everybody's wearing masks everywhere here. It's mandated, basically. You know, I can't get on the subway without a mask or I risk getting a ticket. Can you cheat and have your little nose pop out? It, it, well, yeah, I mean, people, if you don't wear it right, they look at you. Or if you don't have one on, they look at you like you like you got the plague, okay? And um, even on the street where it's, like, impossible to get it, uh, get the virus on the street, okay? I mean, unless somebody sneezes in your face, okay? I mean, if you don't have a mask on, people, hey, you know, you don't have a mask on. There's been actual fights about that. In, in, on the street with people being told, hey, put a mask on. And somebody goes, fuck you. I'm not putting the mask on. You know, did, people have gotten into fights here. Okay. Which is totally rational. Hey, you might give me a disease because you don't have a mask on. So let me get really close. Yeah, let me put my hands face, on you. And then touch each other. Let's, all right, let's, let's exchange some blood on each other. And, you know, we'll, we won't get sick like that. That's usually <laughs> what I do. I just go up to strangers and lick their face. Ooh. <laughs> kind of a hobby of mine. <laughs> this, oh man, I'll be thinking about that later. Well, I don't want to lick some stranger face because I don't like too many people myself. <laughs> I don't want to lick the face. I, don't want, I have problems. I have problems looking at my face in the mirror. <laughs> But you know what's funny? So we had this guest on the show that was a Karen that she taped people. She wants she wanna to go to the store and this girl and this guy told her you can't come in because he didn't want to wear the mask. What was her name? Shirley um, uh, Shirley Lewis. Shirley Lewis, and she was the first Karen that went viral and she's great. We had us a guest and we talked to her. Fantastic. She uh, said this whole they, thing. They were, well, they were calling her a Karen. She wasn't a she Karen. Wasn't a Karen okay? the guy well, because she Karen. wasn't wearing a mask. No, no. She didn't want to wear a mask. She said, it's not the law. I don't have to wear a mask. Yes. This was in California. Okay. Yes. And I think Northern California. And she went into a department store and said, you know, I don't have to wear a mask. And the person came out and gave her a thing to do. And she filmed it. And then, you know. The, the the media mafia went after her, okay, and she got in trouble and it went viral and they played it like she was the bad person. No, nah, she and, wasn't the bad person. So I've been called a Karen because of my song. Nah, no, you're not a Karen. You're not I've a Karen. I've been called a Karen, but actually, I'm no, like in no. this wonderful world of hate mail, and I have been called a See You Next Tuesday. I've been called a Karen. I've been called uneducated. I've been called racist and white privileged, a supremacist. And look, anybody. I'm actually just waiting for people to get more creative, though, because right now everybody's repeating the same name. So it, like, it's like an echo chamber. Tell me something super creative. It's like being in an echo chamber. You hear white supremacy, racist, white supremacist, racist. You know what? It's you know, a narrative. If you don't agree with me, you're a racist. This is the new narrative that this country, I don't understand where the fuck people got this shit. Right. This is total bullshit. You know what? You know what? I'm, I can tell you, I'm an equal opportunity hater. I yeah. hate everybody, yeah. including myself. If you don't hate, hate everybody, he's so racist. He hates himself. Yeah, that's, that's racist. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> that you want to talk about hate? When, when I when I met this guy.
guy years ago. That's one of the first things he said to me. He's like, I'm so fucking racist. I hate myself. Because <laughs> people just like to throw the word racist. Oh, you're racist. Yeah. You're racist. Well, like- and when you hear it enough times, when people call you that enough times, like, for a long time, I was actually kind of careful about what I said and what I posted, which is why I actually didn't share the fuck your feelings video. I wrote it and sang it at Sturgis for a bunch of drunken bikers. Bikers. And That's awesome. I didn't actually share the video myself because I was uh, still a little bit too scared of the repercussions because I have a following in California. Not much anymore, but <laughs> I did. Um, and- I'm sure you do somewhat. No, I do. There's still actually surprisingly a lot of people that I know that have sort of, a lot of um, moderate Democrats, I think, have sort of been pushed over the edge and have become moderate Republicans um, because of everything going on. But um, but yeah, I didn't actually share that video on my own page because I was too scared of the repercussions someone else did. And then once people figured out who I was and I got flooded with all this hate mail and like, um, I got death threats. I got all sorts of nasty comments. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? Y'all have called me a racist so many times that I don't fucking care anymore. Like right. now I'm just going to put all of my opinions out there because you guys have already called me this so many times that why am I going to try to appeal to you? You know, I, growing up. Okay. And I am a little, I'm older than everybody right here. Okay. We, the, the word racist, you never heard it. Okay. What you used to hear was prejudiced. Okay. And that's really the correct word. Yeah, prejudice. Okay? That's the word. Because you're, you're, you're prejudging something. You're prejudiced. Okay? Right. Now, we all, we prejudge every day. Okay? If I, if I, well, it's, it's human nature. When I walk down the street, if I'm walking on the Lower East Side here, and I see five people in front of me on the sidewalk fighting, you know, or, or you know, a heated argument, I'm going right. to walk to the other side of the street. All right? Guess why? Because I'm prejudging. I'm prejudging the situation so I don't get killed. Okay? This is stuff that we do. It's called street smarts. Okay? We all have it. All right? Now, they throw that word racist around like it's, you know, like it's candy. Like, it doesn't mean anything anymore. You know, when I grew up, you know, the KKK was racist. Hitler was racist. Stuff that stuff. Okay? That's racism. All right? The stuff that you see today... It's not really racism, right? It's more like stupid behavior or you know prejudiced behavior, all right? I'm gonna call it like it is because they they've, they've dumbed down that word racist to mean basically I don't agree with you, so now you're a racist, yeah, all right? right. And it, it it's it's said that it, it's that's actually happened because well, they're destroying you know, people's lives with it. You know, good people who aren't racist are getting their lives destroyed, which is yeah. how they're getting look how much, shut up. It's the cancel Look how culture. much corporations, Lee, are, are scared of that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Look how much big corporations are giving in to these radical people that, you know, they use race as a, you know, a reason to cause chaos and it, it, it's got nothing to do with this okay no me as a um guinea dummy in a can yeah he's a he's a dominican a guinea, Italian. guinea guinea yeah. guinea dummy in a can which Dumb, is a dominican is it dominican <laughs> that's where i get the name rob rossi when i say this to people i meet people they're like they just zip with this i would love to just sit around and pass a bottle of whiskey back and forth with you i bet you you're hilarious <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah. Look, look. I, I, I shit on. I'm a bartender, so I shit on people all day. I'm <laughs> shitting on people. He's, like, he's, when, he gets in rare form sometimes. I mean, people walk out. He doesn't care. 
He doesn't care. Fuck their feelings. Yeah, fuck your feelings. Yeah, exactly. That's why that's why we, we love that song, okay? We love that song. I, I got to tell you, when I saw it, I saw it, and then I, I started watching you on the YouTube. You got some, some songs. I'm like, how, what got you into music? What made you play guitar and get into this and start playing? Is that something you wanted to do all your life? Were you, were you like young and just picked the... Because uh, you look like you're self-learned. You, you, you taught yourself how to play the guitar. I did. Um... Yeah, I played music when I was a kid, but I always hated like practicing. I don't like sitting and doing exercises. It's boring. So I used to Me sit too. at the piano and I'd write songs. <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as my mom did what good moms do and put me into like music lessons, I hated it because all of a sudden I couldn't just be creative. I had right. to like practice. And I sort of found music again nine years ago. I was pissed off at a ex-boyfriend, so I bought a one-way plane ticket to Hawaii. And I started playing the ukulele, and then I started playing the guitar. <laughs> And the funny songs kind of just came out of nowhere. I wrote Shitty Apartment was the first one I wrote. And it was so popular with me just being brutally honest over a guitar rhythm um, that I started kind of doing more of the funny stuff. Um, I love Shitty Apartment because as yeah. a bartender, I appreciate that so, so much. I like, I wish I could, I, I wish I could put that on the CD when I get really horrible customer and just play that <laughs> Wow. Maybe when all this is done, you need to come to New York City and play in our bar. I would love that. All right. And will, they, will they chase me out with like No, no. We'll protect you. Don't no, worry. Not with my crowd. Not, gotta... not with our crowd. No. <laughs> no. We, 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 have a, we have a very eclectic crowd. Okay. You got some people that are diehard liberals, but they love us anyway. You know? Perfect. You know? I'm a bartender in New York. And People, when people ask to, like, th there was a girl the other day, she started talking to some shit, and I'm like, you know what? I voted for Trump and walked <laughs> And I ruined her whole day, yeah. probably. <laughs> and, and it's true, and it does ruin their whole day. If you tell them that, it's like, it's like they got told their grandmother died. <laughs> well, especially for you, Rob, what's your ethnicity? Oh, I'm Dominican Italian, Rob Rossi. Dominican Italian, okay. You I was like I'm raised and born in Hell's Kitchen, New York. Like I'm, I'm like a native New Yorker, and okay. I grew up with a bunch of Irish, like Irish fresh off the boat. So these guys, I have Spanish people, I have Irish people, Italian people. To be honest, I don't know what language I'm gonna talk. What's going on? I was so confused as a kid. I had grandma talking to me in Spanish. I had my mother talking to me in English. I had my dad talking to me in Italian, and then I had some guy talking to me in that Irish. Um, that I was broke, bro, whatever they, they bro, and I'm like, what bro. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm all fucked up in the head. Well, and I bet too, when people find out that you voted for Trump, it gives them that little extra element of surprise because you are, you know, of Dominican descent and you and everybody just assumes it's all of us whiteies that like Trump, so. Now, no, listen, no, a, lot, a lot of Hispanics a, like I'm Trump. A, I'm a lot right. of Like I told people, the only reason I'm a registered Democrat in New York City is because if I'm not, I can't vote for any election. It's like being an independent. You can't vote. But I'm the guy that I go there. I'm going to vote for the less weaker candidate. So then I can he, go and vote for the real election, vote for the real <laughs> candidate. He stay, he stay, right. He stays a Democrat to fuck up the Democrats. It's not the <laughs> so which Democrat did you vote for in the primaries? I got to ask, if you don't mind me asking. Jesus Christ. I think I just wrote myself in. Because okay. I can't do I hit. Dude, these people are trash. 
That's all I can say. Are you as excited about the debates as I am tonight? Yeah, dude. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, um, I did a, I did a, I did a. Um, so for the first debate, I did a shot contest. Yeah. So I put China. One of the words that one of the words was China for Trump. Trump said China seven times. You had to do a shot every time he said China. And I had law, I had law enforcement for right. Biden, but right. he didn't say. If Trump would have well, said yeah. law enforcement, I probably would have died. Yeah. Like I had like people you with know, me passing out of the bar. If, 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 if Biden said, "Come on, man," you had to do two shots. Oh yeah, come on, man, <laughs> two shots. Yeah. And every time Biden tried to sniff somebody, you had to do three shots. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so what are we drinking for tonight then? So every time if, Kamala says racist, are we drinking? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> the, yeah, that'll be like yeah, it's got to be one shot because she's gonna say it fifty times. You'll be you'll be dead. That's yeah. I'm gonna be drunk tonight if that's the case. Uh, you have to drink like a whole bottle of Jack Daniels if if Mike Pence says Willie Brown. Dude, I think tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know you know what I think. I think if I if you put the word racist, I think tomorrow I will be so drunk that yeah. I can go to the Chinese restaurant and the guy will talk to me in Chinese because that's where my eyes are gonna look. I will be that yeah. fucked up. So can, can we um because, Mike, I've got your phone number. Rob, I don't have yours, but we can all connect through Mike. Can we do a video of how drunk we are at the end of the night if every time we get a little famous, <laughs> That might be horrible. <laughs> but it, it might be too much. Let's do it. I might, I'm, I might end up I'm gonna send y'all some drunken videos. Uh, right. I mean, I won't make it into work tomorrow, but it'll be over all the internet and they'll know why. Blame it on me. Be like, sorry I'm late to work. The fuck you're feeling, no. girl. Mamie did it. I'll be in the hospital saying uh, something happened, but I drank myself to death. Dude, the best thing I live like a few blocks from my job, and I'm always there like five minutes on time because there's no reason yeah, I gotta, for me to go. I gotta take the fucking thing. I don't have that luxury. So let's talk more about you. Let's know more about you. Your your little um, cause you got a few songs. Like I love the pickleback song with a shot of Jameson. It's a great song. Yeah. I love the coronavirus TP crisis. That was, that was hilarious. <laughs> coronavirus TP crisis. Okay. I wrote uh, that song like before stuff shut down. It was like right in the middle of COVID. You know what's funny is I actually have only performed that song like once since then because I was so sick of all the coronavirus stuff. I was like, yeah. I'm not even playing this song. And you know what was a very sexy song, Lee? Fresh hmm. Meat. <laughs> the Fresh Meat was very funny. <laughs> Fresh meat was very that funny. Was, I was like, I was like, oh, it's a hot song. So what up? Were you at the? Do you do you go to the Keys at that point? Were you like, you mentioned the Keys a lot in your music. Yeah. You go down to the Florida Keys. Yeah. So I was spending my winters in the Keys and my summers in Montana. Wow. Um, I was down in the Keys up until so when I left to play at Sturgis for the bike rally, which is when I wrote "Fuck Your Feelings" and when that video went viral. Um, that was when I left the Keys. Um, but I did a whole Florida Keys album to sell down there. Down in the Keys, you hear a lot of cheesy trop rock. Yeah. I'm sitting on the beach drinking margaritas, and there's white sand and girls in bikinis, and there's right. sunsets. Like, <laughs> count how many times you hear sunset on the radio down there. So I wanted to write a song, a Florida Keys album, or like a, an album of Florida Keys songs that sort of talked about the good, the bad, and the ugly, but in a less cheesy islandy sort of way um, <laughs> that's great <laughs> so i've got like the song about being fresh meat down there i've got the song about um this tree growing out of the seven mile bridge i've got a song about the noceums i have a song that makes fun of trop rock music 
So it's kind of all keys inspired. Let me ask you something. You you uh you mentioned Sturgis a couple of times, right? Yeah. You wrote Fuck Your Feelings, right? You said? Yeah, I wanted to write a song about millennials and generations ears. And then I saw this guy who had a Trump shirt on that was flipping the bird and it said, Fuck your feelings. And I was like, Thank you, Trump, for having the best campaign slogans ever. And I wrote the song. But what what I want to ask you is, you know, since Sturgis happened this year. They they keep saying, or they they were saying for a while in the media that it was like a super spread of the coronavirus. Do you no. believe that? No. You, no. You were there, right? Yeah. No. I I heard it was like a hundred cases or something like that. You're gonna get a hundred cases of anything if you put enough drunk people in a group, whether it's oh yeah. Well, well I mean, media, how many like, people? How many people go to Sturgis, Lee? It's got to be 100,000. It's 250,000 people went this year. More than that, right? There was a lie. It was the 80th anniversary. So out of, I, I heard I heard someone say 250,000, but I also heard 700,000. Okay, so, so, do, do, let's, so do the math, okay? 250,000 people. Let's say 200,000, okay? 200,000 people went. You said there were 100 cases? That's what I heard. I All heard right. 75 and I heard 125. That's, so we'll that's like more, more people probably got the clap there. That's that, what I'm saying. More people got shot in Brooklyn this year than at Sturgis. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. What I thought was hilarious was that Antifa showed up and the whole week they were waiting for it. I heard about that. There was like a couple buses spot in like Sioux Falls. So they knew Antifa was coming and all of the bikers were like ready for it. They're like, we're ready for these fuckers to show up. So they show up the very last day, which is like a lot of people had already left. Right. Only like 10 of them. And the hilarious part about it was that all of those bikers were ready to beat them to a bloody pulp. And the only thing that saved them was the police. <laughs> of course. And they hate the police. They yeah. hate them. I saw one video where a biker was like, let me just punch him once. And the cop was like, no, sorry, you can't. And the guy was like, but you know you want to let me. And the cop was like, yeah, but I can't. So, I mean... <laughs> They were like protesting the cops, and then the cops saved all of their sad, pathetic lives. It was pretty entertaining. Let me let me ask you this: um, You know, you said you were a reformed liberal, mm-hmm. okay? You went to any Bush rallies back in the day. Um, when did you start to? I mean, did did you vote for Trump in twenty sixteen? Were you a supporter, or did this just start recently? Um, so I did not vote in 2016. It was the first presidential election since I've been of age that I did not vote. I could not stand to vote for Hillary because I could tell how crooked she was. Um, and at the time I was starting to become kind of fiscally a Republican, but I was still sort of holding on to some of the democratic beliefs. And within the last couple of years, I started to really see how much the media was slamming him. And I would see, I'd watch him give a speech and then I'd see the media cut it up and like twist what he had said. And I just started to sort of realize, okay, well, this isn't right. Like they're twisting things. So I started paying more attention. And what completely pushed me over the edge was all of the COVID stuff. When I started seeing how they were using um, a pandemic for political gains. It's obvious. It's ridiculous. That was what really pushed me over the edge. I was already I was already at the point where I supported Trump, but what made me completely lose faith in the Democratic Party altogether was the fact that they've been taken over by these extremists that used a pandemic to get what they wanted, um, used selective, like, um, would only 
report certain stories to make America seem racist. They started condoning looting and rioting and all of these things. And I was just scared for America. That was when my eyes sort of opened yeah. and I realized you know, let me, that- I'm gonna bring a weird point up. Let's talk about city. So New York City, Democratic, shit. Chicago, Democratic, shit. Detroit. Detroit, Democratic, shit. Baltimore. Minneapolis. Indianapolis, shit, shit. Seattle, Portland, shit, shit, kind of shit. And then the one that got these tough laws because he had a shutdown, because this is the most deadliest virus that ever happened to mankind. Three, I think, how many people? 60 million people? No. No, it killed a fucking million people. Not even. This, this, this is, you know what's my biggest fucking issue with this shit? People, the, and the people that are bitching are the people that never had a social life, people that had no friends. You people stay home, shut the fuck up, don't come out, all of your fucking Amazon, and shut the fuck up. Very simple. Amazon got, Amazon got rich with all this, right? Right. Jeff Bezos, Fuck. clean house with everybody. Mom and pop, and big corporations could you know, that. you know what this was? This wasn't. This was the Amazon flu. <laughs> Amazon. That's what I call it. I swear to God. Yeah. Amazon yeah. flu. Who yeah, made no yeah, money? You, you've said that. Before. I'm too scared to go out. I gotta order my Amazon. And people took the bait and switch because people are just uneducated. People are smart enough. People got. You know what? Everybody knows the answer now because everybody got a fucking smartphone. Why don't you find out why that was the answer? There's a whole backstory because why that's the answer. No, this idiot's not off. You know what? You're wrong. Let me look at... No, you're a fucking idiot. Right. You don't know the real answer. The only reason you know the answer because you fucking have your phone on you. Why don't you try to give me the answer without using your phone, you fucking asshole? I'm just done with the whole thing. I'm, I'm fed up. <laughs> Like I know a lot of people who own businesses in California and cannot get people to go back to work that because that state's still relevant. It's not all open all the way yet. And um, I have friends in other states as well. I'm not going to call any of them out, but they're still on unemployment. They're still collecting and they won't work a job unless it's either one under the table or they won't go back at all because they're like, well, I just want to collect unemployment. And yeah. they're like, great. So all of us that are still working, I didn't collect unemployment at all during this whole thing. Right. I wrote a new song every single day for the entire seven weeks I was off and did virtual happy hours and like took tips for writing a song every day. And um, that was what I did because I didn't collect unemployment. And so I I just, I'm like, congratulations, you're sitting at home and you won't go back to work when you have a job. And so the rest of us that are working can pay for you to sit on your ass. Like You know what's funny? Well New, done, York, America. New York City has a problem. There's not enough bartender. Places are open up, but there's a lot of bartender that don't want to go back. Come back. They're afraid. Yep. It's crazy. I don't think they're really afraid. I know plenty of people are like, oh, I don't want to go back because of COVID, but really they just don't want to work. But there are people like that. Now, let me tell you, I, I work for Verizon, okay? I've been a repairman for almost 25 years. You want and, another beer? Yeah, yeah. And I've been working- you me one too? Just kidding. <laughs> What's that, dear? I said, why don't you grab me one too, Rob? And then I was- <laughs> Yeah, we'll say- <laughs> Anyway, what I'm saying is I've been working through this whole thing, okay? I was an essential worker. I was riding the trains when there was nobody coming to work, okay? And I was in people's apartments. I was fixing their phones. I was, you know, and I didn't get it. Right. I didn't get it. You know what? I, I haven't worn a pair of gloves all year, okay? 
I wear a mask because I have to, because they make a big deal about it, okay? Right. But I haven't worn gloves I've been in people's apartments. I've shook hands with, with, with people, okay? I, and, you know, I, I was riding trains when it was just me and homeless people, okay? Oh, yeah. And then they got they got smart. They started disinfecting the trains at night. I don't know if you're aware, but, like, the, the subway system's always 24 hours a day. And it hasn't been most of the year because they changed it for the first time in history because they started scrubbing the trains down at one o'clock in the morning. Right. So, but until they did that, I was riding silky trains and I get it. So either I've got my 51 years on the planet, either I've got some kind of super immune system or this fucking thing is not as serious as they're saying. You know what I can tell you? I, I can only go by what I know. Yeah. Right. So, the bar that I work at closed down for nine weeks. I went upstate. Yeah. And everything was free. There was no mask wearing. You could get a gun to whoever you want, have a good time. <laughs> it was wonderful. You know, upstate New York is wonderful. It's totally red because everybody's buying more guns than you ever think. People are buying guns, guns, guns. Buy your guns. As it is, buy as many guns as possible because when the shit hit the fan, you want to get out of the city and take on as many people as possible because these people are idiots. I'm just saying... I'm not a gun guy, but... Um, no, I'm stocking up on ammo, so I'm not going to judge you for it. So I'm like, you know what? Because now this is, this is the mentality. Go upstate. You can get as many guns as you want. Get as much as you want. You have a house. So the owner of the bar was like, come up. So we went up, hanged out, cutting wood, spent like nine weeks there, eating, playing music, had a great time. Then you come back to the shithole, the cesspool, when everything was barricaded. Everything was all fucked up. They're riding. Like, my... My, you know what, my dad, my dad thinks this is, my dad has not wear a mask during this whole thing. He just does not give a fuck. He said, this is fake. And then my mother's in the room hiding. <laughs> my mother's the total opposite of my dad. They've, they've taught, look, they've managed to totally make the population in this country hysterical. Right? And they want to create chaos because they want this election to go a certain way. All right. They, they want to knock Trump out because for the first time in American history or, or in the last hundred years, you have you have a president that's actually a regular a wrench. A, 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 a wrench. He's a wrench to the system. He, he's a monkey wrench in the system. Right. That's what Rob's saying. And he is. OK. He's the guy who's tried to keep all his campaign promises. None, none of them ever do that. Okay. Uh, he's he, he fixed the economy. He, he, he doesn't care. He's, he doesn't play the race card. He doesn't care about identity politics and crap like that. Okay. He cares about the regular people. I've known Trump, both of us have known Trump for 40 years. He's been around our whole lives. All right. The guy, the guy is not a racist. You know, you may think he's a, a clown, but, you know, the thing is, he's getting shit done. You know what the plan? Nobody I love saying. that he still calls it the Chinese virus, even though it's hilarious. He's like, That's hilarious. Fuck you guys, it came from China." Yeah. What up? Think about yeah. it in the seventies. They called it the Hong Kong flu. Right. Yeah. In yeah, the seventies, it was the Hong Kong flu. Which was like, I'm taking you guys on a walk with me because I'm gonna try to find my headphones so I can get rid of whatever this feedback issue is we're having. Okay. Oh, okay. We got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Who is that? She's actually a good guest. I like her. Fantastic. She talks good stuff. Yeah, it's uh, so 
I got something down in the keys like last winter, probably in end of November, December, and into January, all of yep. the keys got really sick, which it's a bunch of islands. So you're basically like in a petri dish. Right. Like. Yeah. And I have a children's book. So I was reading my children's book to a bunch of the kids and all the kids were coughing. The teachers were coughing. Everybody was sick. And one of the kids came up to me and coughed like right in my face. And I could feel oh, just oh, spit, yeah. spit all over my face. And the next day I had a really high fever. I had flu-like symptoms. And then I got a really bad cough that lasted for like three weeks. My doctor said, we don't know what it is that's going around. A bunch of people have it. It's not the flu, but it's another virus. And I coughed and we were all sick, but there wasn't this mass hysteria. All of us got it. All of us stayed home for a week. We all went back to work and life resumed as normal. But then they shut the keys down in March because of the COVID scare and nobody was sick. It was like the wave had already swept through. Yeah. yeah. That's but what it, happened in New York. Yeah. A lot of, I, I came down with something the end of January. I know a lot of people that felt something in December and January. I think this disease was here. Uh, the CDC has already admitted that they screwed up in the early testing and the early, you know, where they became aware of it. They were looking at different, they were, they said they were looking at the wrong symptoms, the wrong types of viruses in the very beginning. And that, I, I think it was here earlier. I think it dropped in here probably November, December. Yeah, November, November dropped. Because I can tell you, sir, you know what's the funny thing? When Trump closed, closed the border to China, what's the first thing they say? He's a racist. He's a racist. Yeah. He's not a racist. Right. If he didn't do that, it probably would have been a lot worse. Remember Nancy? Well, and then they he... say he didn't handle it right. It's like, okay, Biden, well, how would you have handled it? How would Please you handle it? He wasn't doing anything. Nancy Pelosi went through China and San Francisco and said, yeah, you know, you're with us. Come with us. We love you. Blah, 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 blah. Trump's a racist. Blah, blah. We're not going to shut you down. But now they say, oh, why didn't you do anything? <laughs> it's, ridiculous. it's ridiculous. Can I tell you an amazing story about Nancy Pelosi? Yeah, my sure. Sister, my sister was shopping at Whole Foods a while back in California. That's where she lives. And this woman is in front of her in the express line at Whole Foods and has like 50 items in the express line and is talking on her cell phone the whole time and holding up the whole line. So finally, my sister's like, excuse me, you have way more than 50 or way more than 15 items. You're on your phone. You're holding up the line. Hurry the hell up. And she looked at her and was like, do you know who I am? And my sister's like, I don't care who you are. You're rude. You're on your phone and you're clearly in the wrong line. And then when she left, everyone was like, yeah, that was Nancy Pelosi. Wow. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. I don't know how she didn't recognize her. She just was like, I don't care who you yeah, are. Yeah. You, well, to the you know, I mean, she, you know, Nancy Pelosi, do what I say, not what I do. Because, right. she, you know, she went to the hair salon. She wasn't supposed to do that. And no one else in San Francisco would go. Okay. And she went, got an appointment, got filled. And now she, I heard that. I heard the woman went out of business. I heard Nancy Pelosi was suing her. I don't know whether she did. I heard like that woman went underground or wow. something. I, I, what yeah. is See you next Tuesday. Exactly. Exactly. You want to hear something funny? So when I went after I came back from upstairs, I went to my doctor and my and I and I tested positive for the uh, antivirus. And my doctor say, "Do you feel anything?" The antibody. That's, the antibody. Whatever the fuck it is, yeah. antibody. Whatever the fuck. I don't know. That's what you're talking about. So what happened? <laughs> so I go to, and the doctor say, 
Do you have diarrhea? Do you have a, a, a fever? Do you? That's every day. I said, dude, <laughs> that's <day>. Tuesday. <laughs> that's for me. That's for, it's called a hangover, you son hangover. of a bitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> you wake up with a fever, you're, you're, you're dehydrated, tired. <laughs> Another day at the international. <laughs> I want to put this swab up my nose. Please. Hey, dude, I have worse thing up my nose. Just fucking put the swab on the fucking idiot. I was like angry when I took this test. These people are idiots. Did you did you hear that story? There was a, a I don't know if it, I think it was a guy. They they did that swab so far up his nose they punctured his brain. I heard about, heard that. about that. Oh my god! Yeah, they, like there's a there's a there's a membrane or something up there, and they, they poked it. That's actually what I have. It's not even a brain. I just have a membrane. <laughs> <laughs> I have a membrane before the brain, but yes, it's just membrane. <laughs> so hey, but let's get back to what we're here for. We're yes. here for your amazing music. Do you have a song for us? Is there something you can play for us? Can, can, can you play? Look, can you play a couple of songs? Yeah, I'll play a couple songs. All right. Um, I'm going to take these off because I don't know how it goes with the song. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. America. America the I love America. You know, it's funny. Um, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen just died, and so, so Johnny Nash died. Yeah. Oh. You heard Eddie Van Halen died, right? No, I didn't. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Johnny Nash. Um, Johnny Nash, the old like sort of reggae Caribbean yeah. guy, he died, but he was eighty years old. Yeah, uh, Eddie Van Halen died. He was sixty-five yesterday. Oh jeez, I didn't know about that. Yeah, Eddie Van Halen, Van Halen, come on. Uh, well, they had, they, I, I, I only believe in one Van Halen, the one with David with Lee. With David Lee Roth. The, the other motherfucker, I don't know who those. Guys I don't care about Sammy Hagar. He sucks. I like Eddie, you know, with David Lee. Roth. I feel like making it to sixty-five as a rock star is pretty impressive. <laughs> well, you're right. Every anybody battled throat cancer for twenty years. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of sad. And you know, you know what? Sammy Higgins and the coronavirus. You want to wear a mask? What he says. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, Lee? Um. Well, do you guys? Okay, you guys want a funny song? Do you want me to play "Shitty Apartment"? Sure. I have another, I have another fuck song. Play whatever song whatever you, you want. want. It's, it's, your, it's you right now. This yeah. is it's your this show. Is the, this is the lead guest show right now. Play whatever the fuck you want. All right. Well, I'm going to play. I have a, have a new album coming out here in the next couple months that I'm really excited about. And since we've been talking about guns, I'm going to play a song that's going to be on that album. Um, I am a huge proponent of the Second Amendment. I think it's very important to not give up your rights to protect yourself. Um, especially against your government. Yeah, um, but uh, so once you got all that information, send it to Mike. I put it in the link. I'm sure people know what stuff coming up. Anytime awesome. something new, get send it to us, and I'll put it in the link with your with your show on it. Oh, awesome! Cool. Okay. Um. So yeah, this, this song's called "Not a Pepper Spray Girl." <laughs> Pepper Spray Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> If you think you're getting through my door tonight, you better ask yourself one question. Just how lucky do you feel? And if you don't, you should change directions. 
I got a thousand rounds on my shelf. Ain't no man in this bed I protect myself. This is my house. It's how it's done in country girls. Don't die on 911. Yeah, don't die on 911. You can get to know my favorite finger. You can bet your ass I'll pull the trigger. I'll come back riding in a black battle world. Cause I'm not a pepper spray girl. <laughs> Hey, people, share it so far. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, just knock. Knock before you come in. <laughs> I like that song. I like that. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to run into you in a dark alley because you might shoot my ass. <laughs> Say that again? I don't want to get shot. And she got a lot of ammo. <laughs> I'm not going down without a fight. I'm gonna practice my Second Amendment right. Take my advice. Don't dismiss. I'm a hell of a shot. I don't miss. Don't come creeping around in the night. Cause I'll take what's yours if you take what's mine. This is my house. It's how it's done in country girls. Don't die on 911. Yeah, don't dial 911. You can get to know my favorite finger. You can bet your ass I'll pull the trigger. I'll come back riding in a black battle world. Cause I'm not a pepper spray girl. <laughs> I like that. Getting lumped up, getting drunk up, get, getting lumped up. Getting That's drunk. what we do. Okay. Now instead you, of getting fucked up, we say getting lumped right, up. Right. Getting, getting drunk. <laughs> it's getting lumped up. Okay. You got a song. I don't know if you could do it now, but I loved it when I heard it. It's called Pickleback. Uh, I love that song. I, I can do that one. That yeah. Because it's about getting lumped up, and it's about Jameson. It's which about I drink it up. You mentioned Jameson. That's our drink. Will you guys do a shot of Jameson tonight, and I'll do a shot of Jameson. I'll cheer. I don't have any Jameson tequila. I have tequila because I drank all the Jameson in the bar. 
Oh, what are you gonna tell? If I were Jameson, I would do a shot with you guys. I think all I have is wine and these little vagina drinks. Oh, uh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, you got little white claws or something. What do you have right there? It's kind of like a white claw. It's a crook and marker. Oh, yeah. It's still good. They're good, well, yeah. It is um, what it is. Well, pretend it's Jameson, and you can do Pickleback. So, I love Picklebacks. It's my favorite shot. Yep. And uh, this one's going to be on my new album, too. What up? Can I tell you a quick story? So, at International, we don't have Pickleback. We okay. have with hot sauce and stuff, and you take your Jameson, then you take the that 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 um that beet juice, and it's delicious. Yeah, wakes you right up. It wakes you right up, like you're like, what the fuck? Beet juice. Beet juice. Beetle juice. We call it beetle juice. Yeah, we call it beetle juice. If you know what I hate about that? Though, is the next day, I will inevitably go poop, and I will have purple poop, and I will think that I'm done. <laughs> every time that happens, I forget that that happens, and then I'm like, oh my god, I'm bleeding. I'm dying. Ah, I no. finally drank myself to death. Lee, you're amazing. This is the first. Yesterday. This is the first time we ever talked about purple poop. poop. You know? <laughs> I'm glad I could be here first. I am so glad I could be here. First. Awesome. Ticket for a one-way trip for you to come here. Yeah. <laughs> get your masks ready, guys. Yeah, get your masks ready. Let me tell you, you hang out here for two days. I'll take you to some of the finest horrible establishments. Every time. Perfect. Every time. If you have customers you don't like, you let me know and I'll prop dust them for you. All right. Pickleback, baby. Pickleback, baby. Cheers. Cheers. To our beautiful. Cheers, Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> It's Friday night and I'm feeling loose. I got a sexy little dress and cowboy boots. Taking a break from all my stress and in the bars down in Key West. I'm single, sexy, and feeling frisky. Kicking the night off with Irish whiskey. Glasses lined up, pour it in. We cracked a brand new bottle of Jameson. Cheers to sunshine and island splendor. Cold beer and sexy bartenders, whiskey to your lips, kiss that glass, slurp it down, then chase it with a pickle bag. Knock it back, we're sipping on whiskey and pickle bags. Hey, 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 hey. Two shots and the music wails and I'm shaking my hips like a cocktail. My spirit's up, came from a bottle. I'm in gear going full throttle. There's too much blood in my alcohol, but I got a doctor who will fix it all. Hey, bartender, pour me another one. I'm off tomorrow and the night is young. Cheers to sunshine and island splendor. Cold beer and sexy bartenders, whiskey to your lips, 
kiss that glass, slurp it down, and chase it with a big old bag. Knock them back, we're sipping on whiskey and pickle bags. Sipping on whiskey and pickle bags. You guys are making me thirsty with this plan. Remember, every time you hear the word racist tonight, y'all have to do a shot. We're gonna die. <laughs> You're gonna die. You, you probably will. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's a bird. Stops. Once I get a taste of whiskey, my bed is made. And I might not wake up alone at home to tomorrow. <laughs> Tonight I got a case of whiskey dip, so put that pretty little glass up to my lips and you know what I want to chase it with, right? <laughs> Cheers to sunshine and island splendor, teas and cold beer and sexy bartenders, whiskey to your lips, kiss that glass, serve it down and chase it with a pickle bag, hey, hey. Little Loretta Lynn going there. Yeah. <laughs> there awesome. Go. That was fantastic. That Thank was fantastic. You. I've been told that my whiskey slurp also sounds like a bong, so <laughs> something for everybody. So I gotta tell you, now you gotta play the bomb song, the number one viral the song on the internet, most, most viral song on the internet. The reason, the reason you're here, because you are one bad motherfucker, That's and right. you got one bad motherfucking song, and it's fuck your feeding. Fuck your feelings. And you need to go all out because yeah. you, uh, you are a fucking rock star. Thank you. You got to be Patsy Klein and Loretta Lynn rolled up in one here. Come on. Somebody once told me I'm like Loretta Lynn on crack. And yeah. I, I hear the Loretta Lynn in your voice. Yeah. And I'm a fan, so I know. Let me ask you a question. You've probably been to Nashville. I love going to Nashville because I love the live music. I love going there once in a while. If you ever go to Nashville or anywhere near there, let me know because I would definitely take a trip and go there. Oh, cool. I'm working on a tour this spring. I've been getting messages from a lot of venues. So yeah, if you guys if anybody's listening owns a bar, um reach out to me through my Facebook page. Can you um, come can you come east over here? Can you make it to New York? I do have a few contacts. I don't have my list, but yes, I do have contacts in New York and some other ones on the East Coast. Let, let me tell let, you. Let keep, us let us know about that. Keep man. what you're doing, because somebody's going to be like, you're a rock star. You got the look. You got the voice. You you need to be on the top. Thank you. I'm not that. I'm not all that marketable, but I am there. I'm somebody. I'm, no, there's there's a niche. For you. There's a niche for you. Trust me. There is. Don't don't ever let yourself. Oh, I'm not. You know what? Controversy starts raining. The more controversy, the more people want to see you. Trust me. And that's well, all. That's Fantastic. The why this song went viral is because people are sick of the political correctedness. They're sick of. Yeah. Yeah. So. And your and your song is gospel, and you're so, singing the way you sing it. Let's 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 do this, girl. Fuck, fuck your feelings. Let's fuck go. your feelings. <laughs> we went from several generations of hardworking Americans to a bunch of young fucking wussies. 
Fuck your fucking feelings. Woo! Wipe your tears and fuck your fucking feelings. It's great. The timeout generation that needed the switch got participation trophies and trolled the internet. Social media warriors who sit at home and pout. Now these weenies want a bunch of fucking handouts. Fuck that. Fuck your no one gives a fuck about your issues, your problems, your rotten fucking love. This generation's fucked. A bunch of fucking weaklings. So wipe your tears and fuck your fucking feelings. Stay with me. Wipe your tears and fuck your fucking feelings. I love it. Just wipe your tears and fuck your fucking feelings. Wow. You know the best thing about that song? I uh, I have a song I wrote a long time ago called Go Fuck Yourself, Motherfucker. And I was playing it at Sturgis and I called my dad and I was like, Dad, guess what? Some biker heard me sing Go Fuck Yourself, Motherfucker. And he bought a CD for every single person in the bar. And $1,000 in CD sales. And my dad was like, well, I really hope you get all your fucks out of your system while you're at Sturgis. <laughs> that night, I wrote Fuck Your Feelings. And I got to call him like three days later. I was like, dad, guess what? I went viral. And it's called. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. That's great. That's great. Yeah. You know, my dad is very proud of my sister. I'm sure he is. You That's know true. what's funny? You were in Sturridge and Fonzie, Fonzie, uh, Chris Jericho was out there. And they had a guy called PJ Hardy that Hardy that played out there too at Sturgis. Oh. Yeah, we just we just interviewed PJ Farley last week. Very cool. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't really get to like explore much while I was there because um I played I played six hour days, nine days in a row. So I was mostly just wow. playing music. Let me but. tell you, you're you're one of the person that knew we're going to be friends forever because 
I love you. I love what you're doing. I love Thank your you. Passion. Like you got that fire in your eyes. You're gonna get. You're gonna get there. It's gonna be a tough big, ride. Big things for you. But you definitely gonna be there. Just keep doing your craft. Keep keep preaching what you're preaching. There's always gonna be an audience. Don't be don't be scared by what people think. People can go fuck their feelings. No, pretty much exactly. <laughs> you know. Let, let's let's uh let me ask you what is the best way to get your music right now for everybody watching? um i have it on itunes spotify soundcloud amazon google play youtube so all over the place everywhere um, if you search it so it's lee guest is l-e-i-g-h and then guest like a guest on your show yeah i do have an album that's all uncensored if you search lee guest uncensored I originally tried to split my life in two because I had a children's book, so I tried to have the regular and the uncensored, and now I just don't fucking care anymore. You you, um, you wrote a children's book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. It's actually for kids too. That's great. You should have two names. You should have Lee Gets and then Lee or another for children book, and you'll be fine. Fucking Lee. <laughs> you know, I thought about doing the whole pen name thing, and then I didn't do it. But um, I have a children's book called Fred the Tree about a, a real tree down in the Keys growing out of a bridge. Okay. Oh, is that the, so, the tree of Capitone? It's a tree. So if, you, if you're driving to Key West when you cross the Seven Mile Bridge, there's oh, a big yeah. tree. Um, so, yeah, I, I wrote a book about a tree. So I sort of split my music up, but now I'm kind of just merging it all together. So there's yeah. Lee Guest and there's Lee Guest Uncensored. Uh, you're you're on Amazon too, though, right? Yeah. I saw you there. No, but you know what's funny? You, I went to Key West. I went to, um, I went to the Ugly Gecko. I went to Captain Tony. Like, there's this tree growing in the middle of the bar. I know. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. I went to Ernest Hemingway's place. place I went yeah. to like the apartment bar. I went to Joe Crab's house. Cause Joe's Crab House, they 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 fish the stuff and then they cook it for you right there. I love Key West. I've been there a few times. I go for the fantasy fest where everybody goes crazy. Oh yeah, we all get naked and run around town like a bunch of drunks. You don't want to see me naked because it's very ugly. Like, it's never the people you want to see naked that get naked. There's a lot of him. There's a lot of me. Children, That's children will cover their eyes. Baby cries when I kiss them in the cheeks. But you know what? Fuck their feelings. Fuck their feelings. Exactly. Fuck them. So, um, how can people get in touch with you? How can people reach you out, get your music, and whatever? I know you just say, but what is the best platform for people on you facebook twitter facebook instagram. and instagram are probably the best i have not jumped on the twitter bandwagon i should um but facebook and instagram um which both of them it's lee guest um also lee guest music on facebook because um, yeah. i want to put that when i do when i put up the show on youtube i want to make sure i put all your links i even put your youtube channel so people can find you awesome thank you you know, I will send as many. Anything you got a new project, anything you do with them, know, and I'll put we'll you up there. I'll keep people updated because, hey, you're a freedom fighter. And, you're great. And when you Thank come you. to New York, you have a free seat here at the International Bar on First Avenue and Sixth Street. Okay. Awesome. We'll take care of you. There's a I'm going to come to New York and we're all going to party and have drinks together. Exactly. Come down. Perfect. Thank you guys for having me. Okay. Hey, you were great. Thank you for the great music you play. And hey, I hope 
you take off. I wish you the best. I hope you're Thank still you. rocket in the sky and you get all the glory and all the benefit because you, honey, are a rock star. Thank and you. We love you here. And remember, don't get drunk. Get up. up. See you next time. Thank yeah. You. See you guys.